0: Over 20 years ago, I was injured on the job, which left me with a severe permanent disability. It forced me to discover my true passion and purpose. It wasn't until I started my direct sales business and later became one of the company's gratitude ambassadors that I realized I am a giver, a humanitarian, a cheerleader, and have a deep desire to inspire others. I had no idea it was possible to have a bigger impact until I launched my podcast to inspire others to live their passion, reclaim their purpose, and be open to so many possibilities. I am your host, Candace Snyder, and this is the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities Podcast. Welcome to the Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities Podcast. Today, I'd like to welcome my guest, Michelle Walters, a voracious imagination advocate, team leader, and corporate life graduate, Michelle writes and speaks on themes associated with the power of mind, positivity, spirituality, and the law of attraction. Michelle is a clinical hypnotherapist, executive coach, and author. Michelle's 2022 book on manifesting and alignment of spirit, finding work you love, Has received high praise on Amazon, including Michelle Walters has adapted a balanced system to bring our subconscious to the table to find fulfillment, whether it be in your current occupation or a future one. It is rooted in the science of psychology with excellent writing skills, meditations, and art projects to complement each process step. A graduate of UC Santa Cruz, Redwood lover and camper, Michelle completed a major spiritual journey in 2021. She was a pilgrim on the Camino de Santiago. Michelle holds an MBA from the University of Washington and a certificate in clinical hypnosis from the Hypnotherapy Training Institute in Corte Madeira, California. Welcome, Michelle. I'm so glad to be here, Candace. Thanks for having me on your show. Oh, I can't wait to talk about your specific topic. I think that this, this is going to be very interesting, and I think that people are going to really learn a lot. So you are a clinical hypnotherapist, and I know people have this vision of what they think hypnotherapy is. So I would love to start by asking you, what is hypnotherapy and what isn't hypnotherapy? So
1: hypnotherapy is using the technique of hypnosis in a therapeutic way. The technique of hypnosis is completely natural and completely consensual. So all it really is, is relaxing your conscious mind so much that you are activating your subconscious mind. You're sort of just moving your regular, busy, aware mind off to the side so that you can really spend your time looking more deeply at what's going on in the thought processes that are in your head. And when you're in a state of hypnosis, you still know what's going on. You just kind of don't care as much (laughs) because you're in this altered state and research has shown that when someone is in a state of hypnosis, their brain waves change from one frequency to another. And so, when you move into that different brainwave state, you become more able to remember things. You become more able to let go of critical thinking. You become more receptive to new thoughts and positive thinking. So it's an outstanding mechanism to replace bad habits, to change ineffective thought patterns, really to kind of get yourself from thinking one thing to thinking something that you like more, that serves you better. And I love helping people with hypnosis because I love helping people to shift their thinking.
0: So I know... Often people might seek out a hypnotherapist for to try to maybe get rid of a bad habit, maybe smoking or weight loss or you know overeating. Um, but I know that hypnotherapy can also help so many other things. And one of the things that you know I re- I read from doing a little bit of research of, of what you're doing is anxiety. Yes. So how does hypnotherapy help somebody with anxiety? So hypnotherapy is
1: really helpful for anxiety because when you're anxious, you're typically just in your kind of, you're running on overdrive thinking about the future too much. I mean, it's important to think about the future, but you can't be thinking about the future So much that it drives everything you worry about all the time you think you do. You're afraid to leave the house. You're afraid to do something new. And so what hypnotherapy can do is help people back away from all of that overthinking about the future and become a little bit more present in terms of of focusing on kind of where they are and not overthinking things as well as kind of right-sizing fears and anxieties, right? Like it's perfectly reasonable to be afraid of things. Like we're all afraid of things because it's what protects us. But if you are afraid of something way out of balance with how dangerous that, that particular thing is, then that's, that's dysfunctional. That's where you get into sort of a dysfunctional anxiety. So you know, it, it makes sense to be a little cautious and careful when you go out and drive your car, right? Like Mm -hmm. you need to be, but if you are so paranoid about it that you can't get behind the wheel or you can't get past the first stop sign, but you really do need to drive, then that's where things are dysfunctional and hypnosis can
0: help. Well, that's really great to know because I know and even recently, just this week on television, they've been talking about the rise of anxiety in like 18 to 65 year olds and how they want everybody to be screened when they're they're going for like their physical. They want a screening for anxiety as well. So um, but I love that hypnotherapy can can help with the situation. You know, a fear, fear based situation, because. As we've all you and I talked briefly about, that sometimes hypnotherapy can be so much faster than actually going to therapy or psychotherapy, which yeah, can sometimes really take can. years.
1: Mm-hmm. It really can. So my practice of hypnotherapy and most hypnotherapists I know really work with clients on kind of on a project basis. So we're not there to figure out every single arrow that has hit this person in the course of their life. That's not the way we look at it. We are there to support um, a behavior change, to support getting over a fear to the point that you are okay with it again. Um, And so it's, it's not typically the kind of thing that you're working on the same thing in hypnosis for long periods of time, you'll Mm -hmm. work on it for a month or two. And then either you work on something else or you kind of sit back and see how that one goes for a while, take a little break and that kind of thing. It's a, it's a different style than psychotherapy. And there's absolutely a time and a place for, for psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. But when you have a specific issue that you're looking at, hypnosis is a, is a good therapy
0: to consider. So now you wrote this book, an alignment of spirit, finding work you love. How did that come about? Well, I
1: think I'm one of those people who kind of always knew she had a book in her. You know, (laughs) I read a lot. I study a lot. I'm, I'm a very science loving person and I have a lot of stories to tell. And I just felt last year, like that was what I needed to do was to write a book. So I literally bought this little book on Amazon called start writing your book today. And it basically said, make an outline, dedicate the time, sit down and write. And I was like, well, okay, that seems pretty straightforward. So I sat down and started to write and Because I had been doing a lot of thinking about these these topics, it was not hard to pull it all together and to to make a book out of it. I feel passionately that there are a lot of people out there who are living in a kind of depressed, can't have it, um, I'm not good enough kind of mindset that really there are fixes for this. There are better ways of thinking about things. There are better ways of manifesting things that you want in your life. And so I wrote my book to help people to manifest what they're looking for. Now, my book is specifically focused on getting a job because I felt like there are already good books out there on how to find a husband or how to get a house, but nobody really seemed to write one about a job. And yet most of us need a job. So that's, that's, and I, I worked in corporate America on the creative advertising side of things for about 20 years. And in that industry, jobs come and jobs go like they just come and go all the time. So I was needing to do this over and over and over again. And since I kind of developed a way about it, I, I, literally wrote a book about
0: it. (laughs) That's very interesting. So in this book, you, you mentioned how it might be for somebody who's trying to maybe embrace or love the job they have, or if they're looking for something else that might be more fulfilling for them. So what, what's one piece of advice you might be able to give somebody if they're they're in a job, they're not really happy with, and they're not really in a position to leave that job just yet.
1: So I bring it all back to the idea that your work should be an expression of your spirit. You should be doing work that expresses who you are in some fashion or form. And if your work or your company and you are close on these things, then that's great, it'll work out. But the further you get from feeling like you are aligned with your, uh, your spirit is aligned with your company or your opportunity, uh, the sooner the door will come. Um, Meaning you're going to need to find another one. So, you know, I think that for a person who's in a job, they don't feel quite ready to leave, It's a matter of, can they find the commonalities? Can they find the, the common reasons that they have in terms of their personality and the, and the company's purpose and products and that kind of a thing to, to keep playing in harmony for, for a little while longer. Mm -hmm. um, And focus on that sort of a thing. But But once, once companies have decided that they're not in sync with an employee or, you know, companies make decisions that don't always even make sense, or they're very business related, you know, they've lost a client, so they have to lay people off. um,
0: You, you, you will need to find another job (laughs) that resonates with your spirit. Right. And I think since the, you know, over the last two and a half years with the whole quote unquote pandemic, you know, there's been a lot of changes the way people look and, you know, look at view work or view their career. So a lot of people have left corporate and they're doing their own thing. So in this book, um, I know, you know, we, we talk about manifesting if there's something that you could share with our listeners about How to, I mean, I know manifesting, there's a whole, there's a whole like science behind that, but is there something that you could say to somebody who's like, I, I know I want to move on, or I know I want to start my own business. I want to have my own thing. What is something you could tell them as far as like that manifesting piece goes? Draw a picture of it. Draw a
1: picture of it. Mm -hmm. And after you've drawn that picture, put it up somewhere you where you can look at it and where you see it and where you think about it. And then if you don't like that picture, add add to it or replace it. But the our minds are very, very visual. This is part of the reason why hypnosis works so well. It's because when you describe things to someone in a state of hypnosis, you're working at a very deep level of the subconscious that can picture those things. And so if you want to picture a better arrangement with your current employer, a new business, whatever it is you want to bring into being, draw it, draw it and let it 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 funnel into you, seep into you so that it becomes part of the way that you just begin to imagine that that picture is going to come true. Mm-hmm. and And eventually, you get to the point of believing that there's it's completely inevitable that that picture is going to come true. And it may come true exactly like you saw in the picture, or, you know, the clock might be on the other wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but things, our minds have a way of bringing things into being when we dedicate that time and effort and energy. It's really all energy mm-hmm. to making those things happen. So whether it's looking for work or looking for a new partner, like all of that kind of thinking will help to bring that to be, if you skip thinking about it, the universe is going to think you don't care. <laughs> and, then, right. and then it probably won't happen,
0: you know? Right. I love that. Um, I know. So in this book, you have all these different exercises to do. So that visual of drawing the picture or making a vision board would be Mm -hmm. part of these exercises. Yep,
1: absolutely. I actually call it a, um, I I believe in making a vision board that has both things that you want on it, as well as a couple of things that you already have.
0: (laughs) Okay. Because
1: that, That makes your, your brain, it kind of confuses your brain a little bit in that you have sort of both present and future things on there Mm -hmm. so that you begin thinking that the future things are like the present things and the present things are so, so your, your mind starts to kind of roll them all up together. And in that way, it becomes easier to believe that those things that, you know, at a conscious level are not quite here yet you know really could be here
0: very quickly i like that i have not heard somebody say that before when it comes to vision boards usually it's like everything about the future but i i like that concept a lot yeah so, i
1: mean don't put things on your vision board you don't like right oh, of course you know? not mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> but if
0: there's something that you've already manifested why not put it there right makes complete sense so, how can our listeners find you?
1: So, the best way to find me is through my website. My name is Michelle Walters, and my, my website is MichelleWalters.net. And just to make sure you got the right spelling of Michelle, it's M I C H E L L E Walters, W A L T E R S dot net. So, that's my website. You can send me an email at Michelle at MichelleWalters.net. And that's where you'll see information about my book and my upcoming classes and how to get a hold of me for one on ones, my free
0: events, all of that is on my website. Great. And all of that will be in our show notes. So if people didn't have a chance to write that down, they could definitely find it. So, Michelle, you know that on this podcast, I ask those three P questions. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So the first one is, what is something you're passionate about that people might not know about you?
1: So my heart goes out to people who have had strokes. And the reason for this is that my first husband had a stroke a few years before he died. And several years later, I had a life partner and he also had a stroke. And so I'm well aware of how difficult and sometimes devastating strokes can be. And it's something that I think that we all should know the signs of, be aware of, that kind of a thing, because fast treatment is helpful. Uh, It's not always going to make it a miraculous recovery, but strokes are something that um, unfortunately seem to be here to stay within at least the American world. And I,
0: people probably don't know that about me that I care so much about stroke. Right. Um, but it's so important. And, you know, it's like we have to be an advocate for those things that we care about and the things we've experienced that we want other people to, you know, be able to prevent if they can. And I can, you know, it's not in the same way as I mean, you two relationships. That's all. So, I, I mean, my heart like goes out to you. But I remember my grandfather had a stroke. I was a kid. I didn't realize that's what was happening. But we're in the pool. I was visiting and he was in Florida and we're in the pool and he's saying the water's wet. The water's wet. And I was, thought he was being like, um, like joking, like because he would, you know, he would be silly and and say silly things and joke around. And then I, all of a sudden it kind of dawned on me, like what he's saying, he, he's not joking, right? There's something going on. So I kind of like guided him out of the water and it turned out he, he had a stroke. So wow, yeah. So wow. I, he was that, lucky you were there. Yeah. So, I mean, we have to speak up about these things and, and we have yep. to share our knowledge about them and everybody should know this warning signs. So you you just keep advocating for that. I feel so important. So important. I will. Okay. So what is your definition of purpose? So I think of
1: purpose as being like an intention, you know, um, it's, it's when you're setting a particular direction, um, even to the level of setting a particular goal. But I guess purpose in some ways is almost bigger than goal because because it just is. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's 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 important. And I think in today's busy, busy world, we all get so sort of fractured in thinking about so many different things. It's hard to remember sort of what are the big intentions or the big purposes that we're trying to solve. And. And so I like that the podcast has purpose in its name um, because it's important.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we can have more than one, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So the last question is, is there a possibility, a dream or a vision you have that hasn't come to fruition yet?
1: Oh, there are many of them. <laughs> and you can share a few. It's okay. Well, my biggest my biggest one for, for this year, when I started off 2022, I said my goal this year was to expand, to expand, expand myself, expand my relationships, expand the world for my clients, expand the world for people I hadn't even met yet. I think there's a lot out there and I think that we really are coming off a period of being a little bit, being a little bit hidden, being a little bit pulled back, um, with trying to sort of maintain everybody's safety. And I just want this to be a year of growth and expansion. And I know that I'm a lot bigger and more expanded than I was back in January when I set this out, but, um, I got more to do. We're only in September. Yeah,
0: (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. You have accomplished a lot, right? When you think about it, when you go back to like January one and you think about, okay, you know, these are things I set out to do for this year. And like, as we're going through them, we don't really think about it. But then when we like kind of sit down, write it out and go, oh yeah, check that off. Check that off. Check the next thing off you know, we do, really did do a lot, right? Exactly. Feels good. Right. Right. So what's another, is there something like else that you dream about? I don't know, a, a trip somewhere or. You know, last year I hiked the Camino de Santiago.
1: And when I finished it, I was like, no, I am never doing this again. <laughs> Cause I, it, you know, my feet hurt, my body hurt. It was a, it was quite a journey, but now that it's been a year, um, I think of going back either to walk again across parts of Spain or perhaps this time to walk, uh, to Rome, to walk oh. across Italy.
0: I think that would be, that would be kind of a dream come true. I might want to go on that one. <laughs> I do. I have a thing for Italy. I've been there twice and I am just really wanting to go back You because you can never see it all. There's so much. No. There's just so much.
1: No, mm-hmm. no. And in, and a walking trip like that, you see less, but in a way you see more, mm-hmm. you know, because you you literally those miles are under your feet. Right. And and it's a very different uh, kind of trip than a tour group or something like that mm-hmm. um so yeah no my trip last year was really good in terms of um helping me find me a little bit and um I, I think if I were to do another trip I would find yet another version of me that might be good to know <laughs> did, did you think of that as like a sabbatical trip? For you. I thought about it really as a spiritual journey. Okay. Um, I had some personal reasons why I kind of needed to just take a real break and get, get out of the country for three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I needed to, after my partner had gotten sick, I needed to, to take some space
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, it was a lot of space. <laughs> It was lost space and it was a lot of time alone. Um, you know, all that walking was a lot of time alone and you, you find yourself doing sort of crazy things. I found myself saying prayers that I am not really a prayer sayer, but when you have nothing else to do, you start saying prayers and singing songs mm-hmm. and, um, doing anything you can to kind of pass the time. Cause you've got hours more of walking to do in a day. Um, but it, it was, it was beautiful and very therapeutic. So yeah,
0: I might do something like that again. That's good to know. I'm glad, I'm glad this came up in the conversation because you know, the podcast is all about inspiring others to live with passion, purpose and possibility. And I think that's a good thing for people to hear. Like having a solo trip could be very therapeutic and a good way to just be with your own thoughts
1: yeah it was mm-hmm. a good way to be with my own thoughts and and it was hard like physically hard but it wasn't physically impossible mm-hmm. you know um and there certainly there were some people who plant or fasciitis cropped up or they got a sprain or you know something came along that they needed to stop walking um but you know I mean, lots of people make that make that hike. So um, and people have been making that particular pilgrimage for over a thousand years. So it's really kind of magical to walk on a road that's been walked by pilgrims for over a thousand years.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, Michelle, this has been fun. And um, I'm going to I'm going to put this out there to people listening. I've actually worked with Michelle with some hypnotherapy and it was not what I thought it was going to be like. And it was very helpful. So if you have an issue that you're dealing with, um, you know, reach out to her because, you know, you have that initial conversation first and see if having some some hypnotherapy sessions might be the way to go for you. Um, Thank you, Michelle. This has been fun. Thank
1: you, Candace. And, this has been very, very fun. Yes, I always love talking to you. <laughs> I love talking to you too. So <laughs> I was thrilled I could do your podcast.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the show, please submit a rating and review and share with a friend. This helps us reach more listeners so we can make a bigger impact. From time to time, we share our reviews live on our episode your review could be the next one we share. Please head on over to our website, passionpurposeandpossibilities.co to receive a free gift I am waiting for you. And if you heard something today that truly inspired you, I would love to hear about it. You can email me at, at passion, purpose, and Thank you again for listening.